Hello and welcome to the 69th episode of Crosby's Nine. It's Drew here. Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. Pronunciation, phrasal verbs, vocabulary, speaking, expressions. Remember, you can improve your speaking by imitating me. So do this. You have nine minutes to imitate me and improve your pronunciation as well. I'll bet somebody is Googling something right now. I'll bet somebody, one of you, at least one of you, is Googling something right now. Are you looking up a word online? Yeah, to Google something is to look something up online. Can you repeat? To Google something is to look something up online. What's the phrasal verb there? To look up. To look something up uh, means to find the definition of something. You can look something up in the dictionary, and you can look something up online. And most of us Google things on the Internet. We Google words. We Google people. We Google subjects. We Google dates. So I find it interesting that we take these brands, these company names, and we use them as verbs. And this is the verb that has really caught on. This is probably the biggest verb which is a company name in English. One of them at least. One of the biggest. One of the biggest company words used as a verb that has really, really, really caught on. Can you repeat, please? That verb has really caught on. That word has really caught on. Caught on, caught on, caught on, caught on. What is the infinitive of caught? Catch, 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 caught, caught. Yeah, this is... uh, a word that means to become popular. Hey, that is really catching on. Wearing hats now, today, wearing hats these days, you know those pink hats that people tilt? (laughs) You know those pink hats that people are wearing when they tilt them? It's really catching on. Pink hats? People don't wear pink hats that are tilted. No, they don't. But it's just a silly example. If something catches on, it's becoming popular. Now, Google has been lucky, right, because people use this word to look things up. In other words, they have substituted it. Instead of saying, well, look it up on the web, they say Google it. Nobody says Bing it. Why don't you just Bing it? Bing it wishes people said that. Can you repeat, please? Bing wishes people said that. Bing being the company. Bing being the search engine owned by Microsoft. And, of course, Bing would love people to say Bing it, but most of the time we say Google it. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the people in charge of Bing at Microsoft was hoping that it would become popular. He said, hopefully it will verb up. What does that mean, to verb up? I really don't know. He used this word. One of the executives at Bing when they created the word Bing, the company name, or I should say the service for looking for things on the web, which is a search engine, the people at Microsoft were hoping that Bing would verb up. Apparently, that means to become a verb. And it hasn't, really. It's kind of interesting. Now, the history of Google is kind of cool, too, because I think, if I recall correctly, the word Google means large numbers. Like a a term, for example, Google is referred to really large numbers. And when they were 
establishing the company, it was actually two people, two founders back in 1996, Sergey Brin and Larry Page, thought that they would use the word Google as the name of their company, which refers to really large numbers. And so one of the people, I don't think it was Sergey or Larry, but one of the people looked the word up. <laughs> he Googled it before it became a term. He looked up the word Google, which was G-O-O-G-L-E. But he was supposed to look up G-O-O-G-O-L. And that's the rest is history, really, because they ended up creating the word Google. They ended up recording it and reserving the domain. And the rest is history, because as we know, everybody Googles things. We don't Google things. Please repeat G-O-O-G-O-L. I want you to practice your letters, G-O-O-G-O-L. That's the term that refers to really large numbers, but the company name is G-O-O-G-L-E. There are lots of companies, actually, that we use as verbs. How about to FedEx something? Yeah, I'll just FedEx it to you. The company Federal Express. Federal Express was a company that began back in 1971, and today we use this FedEx. We abbreviate it. In fact, the company is called FedEx. It's no longer called Federal Express. And we use this as a verb, which means to send something urgently, usually overnight. We'll just FedEx it. Now, by the way, what is the verb to Google in the past? How do you pronounce it? Googled. And I imagine this happens in your language, too, where you create these new verbs and they become regular verbs, at least in English. I don't know about your language. But, for example, Photoshop. Just Photoshop it. I Photoshopped it. Or FedEx. I FedExed it. Or I Googled it. Now, listen to this because Google in the past is Googled, but FedEx in the past is FedExed, even though it ends in ed. And that's because X, the last sound there, the X is a sound that I produce without using my voice. And so FedEx in the past is FedExed. Photoshop in the past is Photoshopped. So yeah, so if you FedEx something, you overnight deliver it, or I should say you deliver it overnight, or you're using this shipping service. A lot of times we use the word to ship, which means to send, and Federal Express or FedEx is one of these overnight shipping services. It's a logistics company. If I recall correctly, they have tons of airplanes, tons of airplanes. I think they have something like 700 airplanes. But it's an interesting story, the story of Federal Express and how it began as a very original idea as being one logistics company that was going to cover everything. In other words, they were going to handle, and they do handle, everything from the pickup to the delivery. One single logistics company that covers everything from the pickup to the delivery. Now listen to that. Pickup is a noun, and it's also a verb. You know this verb, right? To pick somebody up or to pick something up is to collect something. But if we combine that phrasal verb, we create the noun, which is pickup, and that is a collection. What is kind of ironic, and I was thinking about this earlier, you know the concept of a pickup truck. A pickup truck is a truck that is used to deliver something. Well, why isn't it called a delivery truck? It's completely opposite. I pick something up and I deliver it because in the logistics business, they talk about the pickup, which is the point of picking up the package 
the initial point, and the delivery, which is the final destination. Well, those are two opposite concepts. But again, a pickup truck is used for delivering items. And so just so you remember, pickup is a noun. The Ford Model T, the famous Model T, was used as a pickup truck when they put a box. This was called a pickup box that they put on the back of the Ford Model T that you could order extra when you bought your Ford Model T back in 1926, for example. If you ordered the pickup box, which was a, a box of tools and this box for carrying things, well, it helped create the term, or it helped coin the term. Remember the verb to coin, C-O-I-N. So this pickup box helped coin the term pickup truck, which was started by the Ford Model T back in the 1920s. Anyway, just a quick look today at Google, the term Google, the verb to Google, the verb to FedEx, the verb to Photoshop, and I imagine you have many more, like to WhatsApp somebody or to Skype somebody or to tweet. It goes on and on. Please go back and listen to this podcast two or three times and imitate me. Repeat what I say. Your pronunciation will improve tremendously, and so will your vocabulary, and so will your speaking. Okay? Thanks for tuning in to episode number 69 on Crosby's Nine. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.